Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Iceberg Lounge. We are freshly recording this just after the Royal Rumble of 2024. Uh, we are your hosts, I am Thomas Engel, and with me in chair number two, Randy Dobbins. Hello. And tonight we're coming live from the townhouse. Um, so, let's, uh, a lot, a lot of stuff to cover. Um, I think this was a very decent Royal Rumble. Um, so we'll get into it. Um, but first, here's a word from one of our sponsors. Are you looking for a lifestyle change? Do you need energy, hydration, or sleep? Check out Poggers Lifestyle Drink Mixes. Whether it is blue raspberry for energy, mango for hydration, or grape for sleep, you can't go wrong. Also, check out the bundles, stickers, and shakers they offer as well. Use code ICEBERG64 to get 10% off your order at poggerslifestyle.com slash iceberg64. Thank you so much for supporting Poggers and the Iceberg Lounge. And we're back. So this card, very, very short. Only four matches. You have... uh, the men's and women's Royal Rumble matches, and you have two title matches. I, I think all of that was was very good. Um, I think it, it was timed out pretty good because with just four matches, there's so much time for each match um, for storytelling. First, let's start off with match number one, um, the women's Royal Rumble. Gotta say, first off, before we get into it, I I don't like Peacock as much now because Thomas can't attest to this. We had so much trouble just getting it on. Yeah, it took us pretty it actually it took us probably a few minutes getting into the show plus the whole hour of the kickoff uh just to get the stream working. Yeah, it was working fine on my phone, but Peacock on my TV wouldn't even like pull it up. I even like turned off my TV, logged out, while back in. All everything I could think of, even once the actual uh, event started. The, yeah, the event started. It wouldn't even let me log in. So, but hey, we just want to shout out God because um, he got it fixed um, when Randy was asking him for it to get fixed. So all to God. Um, but yeah, so the first notable thing from this match, number two, already is a surprise entrant. Naomi returns to the WWE. I don't know if this is a one-time thing or if she's permanently back in the company, but assuming that, you know, she, she lost the title to Jordan Grace, Back at Hard to Kill, if I remember correctly. Um, It seems like Naomi is probably going to be back in the WWE, um, which is good. 
um, to have her back because of how she left. Because um, remember, her and Sasha were tag champs. Which, speaking of which, I'm surprised Sasha didn't show up. Uh, yeah, that that is a big disappointment. I thought she was going to come in at 30. Um, I'm sad she wasn't in there. But that just points to the signs that more than likely she's probably headed to AEW. Um, because AEW is well, willing to pay what Sasha wants and well, WWE is I don't know. Uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Jade Corgill showed up out of nowhere a few months back and this is her first match. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, definitely. Um, later on coming in at number five was TNA Knockout World Champ Jordan Grace. Um... Which was, there was rumors that a TNA star was there tonight. No one knew if it was um, going to be in the men's or women's. It was in the women's. It was a shock how many times they kept saying TNA too. Yeah, this is this is going to be a good partnership for TNA. Definitely if WWE is willing to use them almost as a farming system for NXT in, it, itself. Yeah, I like. I like the fact that they brought her in, but the amount of times they said TNA or TNA, TNA Knockout Champion kind of almost felt force-fed to me. Uh, yeah, but it's one of those things to where it, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, because the only other time this happened was when Mickey James was Knockout Champ. And she came into the Rumble with the belt. So, maybe there... Because already, WWE has a partnership with All Japan Pro Wrestling. So, this could just be another one as them they are branching out again. Um, like they did right before... Like they were planning on doing before COVID. Um, a new situation is a new counter that they pop up every now and again. Uh, showing like the top three times going um, for the Rumble. For the Rumble in the match. Like who's been in the longest. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it really added a, a bigger sports feel to it. Having having people keeping the times and, and you showing it on screen. And they would even say, hey, this, like for um, the Women's Rumble, they even said, hey, Bailey is about to break the record. The record. And she ended up. Dead breaking the record. Yeah, so um, out comes Valhalla, um, who then was interrupted by R Truth, who thought this was the men's Royal Rumble match. Um, it wasn't. Adam Pierce ran down there, was like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey!" And then Valhalla gets over the top rope to where she's now tied. With Chelsea Green as the quickest uh, elimination. Chelsea Green! And poor Chelsea because she kept getting hurt accidentally by her friend and everyone else. She got um, slammed by, uh, what's that girl's name? Uh, Nia. Nia, Nia Jax. Jax. Kept getting sl- uh, slammed by her. 
Um, then, like I said, number 28 was the debut match for Jade Cargill. Um, she debuts former, the first and former uh, AEW TBS champion makes her debut. Now, whether she's going to be on Raw, SmackDown, NXT... We still don't know, but she made her Rumble debut, and she did this very well. First match, I mean, did really well. I mean, I thought she would have done had her first match by now, because it's been like a while, right? Yeah, it's been a minute since her last match, at least on TV. No, I meant like since they've introduced her at... Yeah, they've what? been. she's been showing up at like pay-per-views and stuff. Because I remember there was one here, the one she was like introduced at... And she was like, you know, with Triple H. Yeah, definitely. And so this is her first actual match in WWE. A great way to introduce her. Everyone knew her. The crowd responded to her, which is a very good sign. Because her and Nia Jax, people were chanting, holy... Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, and then... Because she, she stood toe-to-toe with... Nah, Jackson was every bit of the same height. As her. Yeah, exactly. And then you had her and Bianca stand off, which that would be a good feud, but I think they would be a good tag team if they wanted to really boost up the women's tag division. Um, and then finally, uh, Bailey is the winner of this year's Women's Royal Rumble. Um... I, I personally think that she is going to uh, face EO Sky for the uh, WWE Women's Championship at Mania. Because we all know she's going to lose to Mommy if she tries to face Mommy. <laughs> exactly, Randy. Exactly. Um, I feel like they're going to probably try to get her to go towards Rhea. But she's going to finally figure out that they're I just going to... Backstab or damage control. Will I feel like she's if I feel like Bailey's going to try to keep it ambiguous of where she's who she's going to go after. Yeah, probably, probably for maybe this week, maybe another week. Um, but yeah, her time was sixty three minutes and three seconds. So congratulations to Bailey in match number two. It is the fatal four-way for the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns defending against Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and L.A. Knight. Yeah. yeah. And um, first first comment, I y'all have heard me before complaining about the commercials. We both have. Yes. Um, There's a. They did one again. This time, not before the match. Right in the middle of... The entrances! Yeah. Like, why? Right in the middle of... I think it was uh, Randy Orton's and L.A. Knight's, right? Yeah, it was It was almost like in, introducing L.A. Knight. And I'm just like, why couldn't y'all... Like, I would have felt better if y'all did it before the match now. Because they had uh, Slim Jims all around the little boards at the bottom. And I I'm okay with that. I didn't mind that, but my thing was, why right in the middle of... Them coming out. Why couldn't you even do like. Sometimes they do commercial breaks. Right before the match starts. Why not then? Yeah. And I'm just like. Bianca was in it. So why didn't you do it. When Bianca was like. Announced 
at the Royal Rumble. Because they probably thought the Rumble the Rumble was too important, so they just done it and then this match. Like, like again, like, like just do do better with these commercials. Like at this point, I would rather you do it before the match than do it in the middle of the entrances. I. Again, it's just me doing my regular planning about commercial placement on pay-per-views. Um, so, we also see Roman, um, at the time of this recording, is the undisputed Universal Champion for 1,245 days. Um, his next milestone will be getting to... 1,470 days. Which is Bob Backlund's, right? Bob Backlund's, exactly. Um, and then after that, it's Hogan. There's only two other people. Hogan. Hulk, which is like just a little bit beyond that, right? Uh, yeah, just a little bit beyond that. It's still in, I believe, the the 1,400s, too. Um, it's like in the 1480s or 90s, I believe. Yeah. And then you have... Uh, uh, Sam DiMartino? Yeah, Bruno San Martino. Bruno San Martino. Who, which, at that point, he would need to hold it um, for another Hogan reign of, of 1,400 to even surpass that. Which I think is going to be out there. I don't I don't think they're going to let him hold the title. That I don't long. think... Bruno San Martino's reign, I think that's... It's kind of like the Wilt Chamberlain 100-point game. Yeah, I, it is something I I do not see ever being broken. Yeah, it, it's it is one of the few wrestling uh, milestones I think that will never be broken. I agree. Kind of like we we were discussing this before we started. Uh, Stone Cold three three Rumble, Rumble wins. wins. Yeah, Cody's at two. Yep, Cody is at two now. Um, Not to get a little ahead of ourselves, but but I mean I mean you do have a point there. Um, I don't think it will either because it took special a special circumstance to get someone to this point that they got Roman. And okay. this I don't mean this in a rude way, but I believe if COVID did not happen. Roman wouldn't have this length of a title ring. Because my thing is also, one, I, I, I would agree with that. Two, it is also, he, this is something people complain about, and I was complaining about it earlier during the pay-per-view. But the fact that Roman can just take three, four, six, seven, eight months off. How many months he wants off? Come back, uh, uh, defend his title at whatever pay per view, whether it be SummerSlam, Mania, the Rumble, whatever podcast, whatever not podcast, <laughs> whatever uh, pay per view he wants, retain, take another few months off till the next pay per view. I mean, I don't like it. I want him to be out there. Not not uh, defeated every match at every SmackDown or Raw, but defeated every once in a while, not every few months. I'm not I'm not even asking him to defend it every month. 
I'm just asking him just to be Present. on TV more. He doesn't even have to wrestle. Just be backstage. Do pre-recordings. I don't care. Um, just yeah, it's making Roman Reigns more of a special attraction. Of oh, he's gonna be at this event. I'm definitely going, knowing that he's gonna actually be there. Yeah. Um, which you know he's th- that's also a way for them to keep him healthy over these. These, I, this long title I, ring. I hate to bring up the man's name, but there was this one uh, thing from uh, uh, Paul Heyman. Yeah, where he uh, was talking to Vince. Hate to bring up Vince's name. By the way, we'll probably have an episode on, on Vince, on Vince and everything going around him. Don't worry, guys. We're soon. gonna we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. But there's this one moment where Heyman was like, "Hey, what do you want me to say?" And Vince was like, "Do what say what you want to. Just draw me money." And I feel like that's what they're doing with Roman. Mm-hmm. They're do whatever you want with Roman as long as he draws money. Yeah, and I mean, he is. Because um, as long as you can say, oh yeah, Roman's going to be at this uh, at this pay-per-view. Roman's going to be at this SmackDown or this Raw or... He's bringing in the money. This NXT match or whatever. He's gonna, you're going to pay that money to go see Roman. I agree, yeah. Um, and by keeping him off TV for a certain amount of time... And certain pay-per-views, they've made his appearance more special. Because it's Roman Reigns now. He's basically his cousin, Dwayne. Yeah, definitely. So, during the match, Randy starts hitting RKO's. You what? know, hit, hits. You know me, I love hitting them RKO's. <laughs> hits, hits Roman with one. One, two. Here comes Solo with interference, just like... The bloodline does. Um, he and then, as as um, you know, Solo goes in there. Samoan spikes, Orton. Samoan spikes, L.A. Knight. Um, misses uh, hitting AJ Styles. AJ, you know, goes for you know a move misses. Spear, one, two, three. Roman retains. I'm not surprised he's retaining. Uh, I've told Randy this. There were three people I see making, letting, you know, letting them go over Roman. One was Bray, R.I.P. R.I.P. Bray. That, you know. We never told that. Um, the other one is Cody, which we'll talk about later. And then the other one's Dwayne Johnson. Those are the only three people I see that that are believable enough to to beat Roman. And and you know now now there's only two sadly. Um, but Roman wins, and we'll probably see him back again at uh, Mania because I doubt he's going to wrestle in Australia. Um, maybe since it's Australia for Elimination Chamber, we'll just have to see. Um, second championship match for the U.S. title. It's Logan Paul defending against Kevin Owens. Um, 
you know, this match was okay. The, there was some mass, like, to me, mass confusion about White T dude. dude. That's, yeah. Because, like, I looked at you and you're, I was like, I don't see this. I don't know the name of this dude. Um, and from what commentary said, it was part of some entourage. Somebody named Jeff. I, I don't know. If you know, you know, put it in the comments. You know, put it. Uh, leave reply. us. Leave it. Leave it to us in a review. Leave it to us in the Spotify question if you want. Yeah. Um, then here comes, you know, Waller and Theory, which I think if they could. Logan Paul be the leader of this kind of like influencer um, kind of faction because you have Logan Paul who who's an influencer. You have uh, Waller who has his own talk show on WWE. And then you have Austin Theory who used to take selfies in the ring with people to post. Like, have a whole social media faction group. I and, think that would be cool. And I could also see them making some kind of beef with The Miz. Oh, yeah. Because he was on uh, The Real World. Yeah, exactly. And I could even see uh, uh, The Miz being like, you know, I used to catch a lot of crap for this. Exactly. Um, Which, in real life, he really did used to catch so much. Yeah, now, now you know, he's honestly really respected now. He even has his own show with his wife, uh, Maurice. Yeah. And so, while Waller and Theory were distracting the ref, I think White T dude pushed in the brass nuts. Uh, KO and Logan were wrestling over the brass nuts. Logan had it, and then uh, Then KO started, hit that brass knuckle punch, forgot to take them off, and... Going for the count. One, two. Ref notices the brass knuckles. Uh, KO gets a DQ. Which is almost like a uh, uh, Eddie Guerrero moment where he like has to hide the uh, chair. That, well, that's what he should have done. Like Stuff it in your pants, in your pocket, something. Don't keep it on your hand. Um, and Logan. Logan Paul retains. And honestly... I could see him probably losing the title at Mania, but he isn't losing that title until WrestleMania. Um, and then KO attacks him after the match, puts Logan Paul through the announce table. By the way, commentary quite weird tonight. Really weird. Like We enjoy Pat McAfee there because we love Pat McAfee. But commentary is really sus. It was really sus tonight. It there- there was one point where commentary said, big meaty men slapping their meat around. Yeah, like, if if y'all could just, just pause this and just go back and just watch the show again and just listen to commentary. Because I told Thomas and said, okay, it, this is, there was some stuff. I don't remember what, but I was like, this is weird. It was like during the first part of it, during like the women's It rumble. was throughout the whole and, show. And then I was like, well, I want to give it them to the end if they're still being weird. I'm like, okay, that's weird. But, of course, you know, we popped for Pat McAfee when he came out. We love Pat McAfee. Um, we would love if he stayed on commentary the whole time. But, hey, that football money, that ESPN, that ESPN slash Disney money Probably just a little bit more than that WWE money. Yeah, even with the addition of UFC to the company. Um, 
Alright, so now we're in the main event. Um, the men's Royal Rumble match. And an interesting start as we have Jay and, and Jimmy. Um, At one and two. Yeet versus no yeet. Exactly. I thought that was an awesome way to start. Uh, I, I do think that the third um, person should have been Solo. Because um, Solo and Jimmy would end up teaming up, obviously. Um, but just to see them all in the ring at the same time, one, two, and three, I thought that would have been cool too. But first kind of surprise come out, number four, Andrade El Idolo is back in WWE. Last time we saw him, he was in AEW being managed by the manager formerly known as Lana. Um, but now... Uh, he's back in WWE. I think it would be cool if once Charlotte gets healed, they kind of do like a power couple, kind of like Miz and Maurice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, or like, or like Triple H and Stephanie back in the day. Yeah. Or even uh, we can't we can't forget Ricochet and the beautiful Samantha Urban. Yes, who hopefully we, they will uh, let give her little touches to uh, announcing again because yes. I heard. They kind of restricted her from doing... Kind of put a Harry Potter name on a he-shoe that shall not be named. Yeah. Um, hopefully she's able to be unique with her announcing again because that's that's what we loved about her. Yeah. Because um, she would, like, with announcing Gunther, she would do an Amazing European show. accent. And even Chelsea Green, who I love the way she says, Chelsea Green. Like, you know, it's... She always gave it a little Ric Flair to it. You know exactly. What I mean? It was it was nice. Um, Nakamura came out. Uh, the crowd sang his music as they should. One of the great themes in WWE. Um, then Karrion Cross came out, and then eventually Bobby Lashley came out, and Karrion got eliminated, and then Bobby. Got eliminated by carrying Cross from outside of the ring. And then the final testament. And then who I call the her, street business. Her, uh, her, uh. Oh, no, I call them street business. What, what were we calling before? The Hurt Locker? Uh, they, they, I think that they're trying to put the name The Pride with them. The Hurt Business. Oh, uh, yeah. That's yeah. what I was trying to think of. But no, no, no. This, this. Don't know what I thought. I think that they're Locker. trying to put. The Pride as as Bobby's group name. I think it should be Street Business, so that's what I'm going to call them. Um, both those factions warred with each other to the back. Um, number 22 is Pat McAfee himself. Um, but he eliminated himself because he was scared of Omos. I mean, real for real, for real. Like, if I come in that ring and I see Omos... I'm going to sit over there at the announcement table and chill with uh, Pat until almost gets eliminated. Yeah, so um, Pat eliminated himself. Um, hopefully hopefully next year, you know, he's a little bit more physical if he's in the Rumble. Because uh, we know he can wrestle. We've seen him. Um, so up at number 24, um, R-Truth 
finally gets in. But now he thinks that it's a tag Tag team match. Um, He tries to help out uh, J.D. McDuggan. Yeah, he threw J.D. in just to get J.D. Tossed right back out. um, Which is funny. Um, And then he was trying to get uh, Dirty Dom to tag him in. And Dominic did? Dominic played along with it. Dominic played along with it, which was cool. But then here comes Damian Priest came in and just laid out our truth and eliminated him. Eliminated him. And I'm like, he's in the, he's in. The like, judgment day. Like, like, dude is giving you money every week. Like he, he did more than JD but, to get in. Yeah, like, I mean, look, even Nick. Was tagging him in. I mean... Yeah, as we know, Nick Mysterio was in the match. Yeah. I don't know where Tom was. Tom Tom was in the back. Yeah, Tom probably was wanting, probably waiting on his brother Nick. Yes. Um, Nick was in there a while, though. Yeah, he was. He did. Like, a, like an hour? Something like, yeah, and I, I noticed him. a lot of people in this Rumble were affiliated with, like, wrestling families. Historical wrestling families, which I thought was real cool. Oh, yeah. Um, and probably really not as much um, ever seen before. Um, then CM Punk came in at number 27. Um, <coughs> him and Cody put on a good match. Yeah, him and Cody ended up being the final two. And I think this is where it switched because both of them are baby faces, right? Mm. And you know when we caught Punk. Saying something to Cody yeah, they while were, they were laying down. They were both on the mat, and you could see that don't couldn't make out what he was saying, but Punk was whispering something too. Thinking Cody. about it now, I think he was telling Rhodes that because they were both baby faces, that he was gonna take a heel route to to push it over more people liking Cody and than disliking Punk losing. Because he ended up saying, um, before he, before uh, Punk got eliminated, Punk said, I didn't wait 10 years. To lose a dusty boy or son or something like that. And said it loud enough for people to hear before Cody then fought back and threw him over. Yep. Uh, Cody being the first person in, was it 20? 26 years. 26 years. Uh, to win back-to-back, the last person was Austin in... 96-97. Or was it 97-98? Yeah, I think it was 97-98. Yeah. And so, uh, and we already know, because at the end, uh, Cody was pointing to Roman. Cody Cody and Roman are gonna, gonna go at it again um, at WrestleMania 40. And uh, he... He done the... Uh yeah, he did. He, yeah, he did the two sweet, and then a gun, gun to the WrestleMania sign, which to me was shouting out the Bullet Club. The Bullet Club, which I think shouting out Omega, uh, uh, Nick, Jackson, um, the Young Bucks, um, kind of subtly, but that that was. Um, the 2024 Royal Rumble, and before we head out here, um, out of a five-star rating, Randy, 
how many would you give this Royal Rumble? Three. Three? You just thought it was average? No mommy. She was shown backstage. But... Okay. Okay. You know, you know. I want to give it a 3.9. Okay. Because we did see mommy, but no mommy in wrestling. So I... I have to dock. Okay. Um, I'm going to give this a solid four. Um, it's very rewatchable. Um, they did real well with the number of matches. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. Not many surprises. There were a few that we talked about, but there have been a lot more in the past. But I think us as fans have just got to really just enjoy the roster we have instead of just making the rumble about the surprise entrance. And I will say, we we discussed this earlier, something I really enjoyed was not knowing who was going to be in it. Yeah, yeah, there were a few that were announced, but the majority of of the stuff were unannounced. Oh, yeah. Um... I did enjoy, um, I caught a little bit of SmackDown last night, but Ava helping Nick, you know, let people pick out their numbers. Yeah, Ava being the new GM of NXT now. Um, It's nice to see her doing that. Another Johnson sticking it to DX. (laughs) I mean. Um, But yeah, so our Spotify question of the episode is what would you rate the Royal Rumble 2024 out of five icebergs? Want more content from Randy and me? Go check us out on Twitch at Iceberg Gaming TTV and it's K Town Gaming where we stream multiple games live. We're also on YouTube at Thomas, RJ Engel, and K-Town Gaming. There we play games and have other content for you to enjoy. If you want to follow us on social media, all the links will be in the details of this episode. Support us at patreon.com slash trji, where you get our content first before anyone. If you cannot invest in us monetarily, You can by following, leaving reviews, chatting with us, liking, commenting, and sharing content. We appreciate your support. Thank you for listening to the Iceberg Lounge. Know God loves you and we love you. And always remember, all to God. See you in the next episode. This has been a production of the Iceberg Network.